This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. <laughs> All right, this is my last one, I promise. David, catch up. I don't know where we are in the story, Steve. I can't catch up. <laughs> Beautiful. I love you guys. Friday, Friday, Friday. This Friday only, and also every Friday. Come down to Night Horse Arena and strap in for a night of erotic demolition with Friday Night Fan Fiction. Come see superstar Sean, Val, Logan, David, and Steve-O get down and dirty with the marathon of the worst fanfiction ever written. Bring your mom. What? Bring your dad. But my dad's dead. Bring your kids. I'm 32 years old. Bring your pets. <laughs> Find random people on the street and bring them too. I'm a fucking host on the show, you moron. Friday Night Fan Fiction. All chair have seatbelts because this show is going to blow your ass away. <laughs> Make sure to bring lots of booze because you'll need it. Audience participation heavily required. Tickets don't cost a thing. That's right, it's free. Your entrance fee is your mental anguish and suffering at your subjection to these horrible stories that will give you nightmares for 10,000 years. The first 100 audience members get nothing, absolutely nothing, except the ability to maybe post more furry porn than David does. Don't miss Friday Night Fan Fiction. If you do, we'll send your browser history to your grandma. And you know that would break her heart. And be sure to stay after the show for our circle jerking and inflatable hot tub challenge. The first to fill the hot tub with their jizz has to drink it. Friday night fan fiction. It's fucking fan fiction. Uh, if you listen to Jay Z's title, you'll understand why. I don't listen to Jay Z. No one does. I am not surprised. That's why his title is going under. I mean, uh, also by that effect, I don't use Beats by Dre, but I'm pretty sure people still use Beats by Dre. They're not even by Dre anymore. They're just called Beats. I just thought everyone forgot about Dre. No. Happy 4th of the something. Happy Barbecue Day. December week. Gotta go get my burrito burrito. Gonna have the paquito. Taquito taquito. Merry Civil War. Merry Sue War. I do have to ask, Dave, why do you constantly say I have dibs on Arbor Day? Do you just have something about trees? Yeah, uh, they give me wood. wood. (laughs) (laughs) I said it first, John News. There's plenty of furry porn on my hard drive. None of them star a tree. That's not furry. That's flora. I don't even like... Well, I, that's not true. I guess I do like the Monster Girl Owl Reigns or whatever. Yeah, but it's a monster girl. Would fucking a dryad be considered fucking a tree? Uh, depends. No, dryads are not trees. They aren't? No, they're not. They're tree-like. So, when we finally go on our world tour, we have to make sure to hit all the top-rated uh, urinals on urinal.net. Okay. Wait, that's a thing. <laughs>
Please tell me more, Logan. I, I love their banner. Oh, that is so live journal. Top 10 urinals. Here we go. They have a top 10 urinals. They have a top 1,000 urinals. Yeah, there are a lot of urinals. Urinals? Yes, but the top 10s are the real cream of the crop. So, uh, Nature's Call by Clark Sorensen in San Francisco, CA. World's largest restroom in Chongqing, China. You should look at them. They have pictures. Port Charlotte, Florida. That must not be far. Wait, women's urinal. Oh, God! It's really gross. Ah! Why is Darth Vader's breathing apparatus inside a urinal? I will not put my cooch anywhere anywhere close to it. Anywhere? Anywhere. 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 Yeah, I I cannot English tonight. That's because 4th of July, I am not a real English American. That looks less like a urinal and more like an essence extractor. Yeah, you stick your dick in there. Want to forcibly (laughs) suck your your soul out of your coochie? I was thinking it looked more like a feeding tube. Uh, Whatever goes into there should not go into somebody's mouth. (laughs) We got four stories to read tonight, by the way. What? So we'll get through two. Yeah, we got four patriotic, very patriotic, the most patriotic stories tonight. The first one is called Patriotic Fever by Yellow Box. We're going to start with me being refereed by Sean. Yellow Box sounds like the female urinal. Miscellaneous games and Fallout. That's what should be in Fallout 76 is Despacito. Patriotic Fever by Yellow Box. Patriotic Fever. The Enclave has stolen Liberty Prime and infused it with backup AI of President John Henry Eden. However, the Brotherhood of Steel has another secret weapon that will be able to take Liberty Prime on. It is the Mecha Middle Wolf, infused with the AI simulation of Might Michelle Wilson. 47th President of the United States. It says Michael Wilson. It's Michelle. No, it's Michael. No, it's not, Steve. That's how you spell Michael. That's how you spell Michael. Michael is spelled A-E-L. No, Michael can be spelled both ways, you ham. No, it can literally be spelled both ways. Go look at Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is spelled A-E. You guys are wrong. Yeah, because you're looking at the wrong website. Oh my god, it's his wiki page! (laughs) If you look at the actual webpage, spelling Michael Keaton wrong dot fart. Uh Uh-huh. Michelle. (laughs) Okay. Michelle Wilson, 47th President of the United States and hero of the Arizona Insurrection. Now, the ultimate battle of the Patriots is starting. Wilson! Metal Wolf was a 12-foot tall mecha with rusted blue, rocket red, and star white metallic armor, and a gigantic gun almost as big as the mech flew in front of the Capitol. Wait, Liberty Prime is like 30 feet tall. This isn't Liberty Prime, this is Metal Wolf. I know, but Liberty Prime is just gonna step on him. Yeah, but let me read, Dave. I haven't even finished the first sentence. Okay, well, I have problems with this. Please note it. (laughs) Noted. Overruled. In the back of the Mecca was an old, faded American flag with 50 stars billowing in the wind. The Mech was dwarfed by Liberty Prime, a bot almost four times the size of Metal Wolf, but not as heavily armored and carried a much smaller gun than Metal Wolf. In its free hand was a much newer American flag with 12 stars in a circle, surrounding a large star in the center, also billowing in the wind. I'm Michelle Wilson, president of these great United States of America. I will take America back from your vile hands, shouted Metal Wolf's AI. How does John Henry Eden sound? I am John Henry Eden. Okay. I am John Henry Eden, true president of glorious America. For some reason, I have a British accent. I will eradicate you, communist scum. 
shouted back. Communism. <laughs> shouted back Liberty Prime's AI. The two bots started trading warning punches with their heavy metallic hands. Smashed bits of American national colored armor fell everywhere as the clanking resounded in the most silent wasteland. Mostly silent. Mostly silent. Shit. Fighting the American president is pointless, shouted Eden. Nothing is pointless, and the reason is because I'm the president of the great United States of America. Yeah! Shouted back Michelle, crunching the mechanical torso of Liberty Prime. Liberty Prime tackled Metal Wolf to the ground before Metal Wolf shot a few dozen rounds from his machine gun. Michelle! The Enclave is America! Yelled Eden, firing missiles at Metal Wolf. This is like two kids in the playground battling with their Gundams. Yeah. Eden! The Enclave of Genocide- Are- Bleh. That's a drink. The Enclave are genocidal bullies misusing the American name. Michelle yelled back, blowing pieces off of Liberty Prime with a bazooka. The Enclave only wishes to purify America. The American people was created by freedom. Capital F. Not in order to obey a law which suits the Chinese or communist, but to stand up. Ah, uh, yes, can't. the ancient Egyptian god freedom, god of capitalism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but to stand up for its vital right. That is what we are there for, screamed Eden, firing a laser. Michelle dodged it and chucked a grenade at Liberty Prime. The one absolutely certain way of bringing this nation to ruin, of preventing all possibility of its continuing to be a nation at all, would be to permit it to become a tangle of squabbling... Specie? Yep. Yep. Okay. Liberty Prime threw Metal Wolf into the ground and then fired a large arsenal of missiles at it. May God Almighty give our work his blessing, strengthen our purpose, and endow us with wisdom and the trust of our people, for we are fighting not for ourselves, but for America. Next up is David being refereed by Val. So, uh, Metal Wolf Chaos, how do you explain it to somebody who doesn't know what it is? It's pretty simple. The vice president attacks America with an as previously unknown about mech. And then the president gets in a mech and fights the vice president and has to take back America. Where was the rest of the military? Working for the vice president. But the vice president's not commander in chief. It's called a military coup. Drink for coup d'etat forces. You're a coup d'etat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just trying to postpone the fact that you didn't have the story open? No, we're on page three. No man is justified in doing evil on the grounds of expediency. Drink for everybody. Everybody to drink. Shouted Mikhail. Returning the missiles with a flame launcher, melting partially Liberty Prime's missile firer. Ferrer. Yep. But if we kill a few to save many, what is but a few deaths? Said Eden, charging his laser. Death is always and under all circumstances a tragedy. But if it is not, then it means the life itself has become one shouted Mikhech, firing grenades at the laser launcher i've seen war i hate war let there be peace among a few of us that are left eden evaded the grenades and shot a gigantic laser at metal wolf's chest plate destroying and exposing the loose circuitry any alliance whose purpose is not the intention to wage war is senseless and useless shouted eden charging a second laser strike at the circuits mike stood metal wolf up and said I am all right. I am a little sore. Anybody has a right to be sore with laser fired in them. You would find... What? You would find... 
<laughs> okay, I'm going to try this again. You would find that if I was in a battle now, I would be leading my men just the same. Just the same way I'm going to make this speech. Metal Wolf tore Liberty Prime's arm, bearing the laser cannon off. The point, uh, and pointed the lit. The- yeah. <laughs> and pointed the barrel of the gigantic mini-nuke firing gun at its throat, saying, I've always been fond of the West Coast proverb. Speak care... How did I fuck that up? What's with everyone not being able to English tonight? I I know, and we're reading one of the most patriotic stories we've ever read. (laughs) Is this really patriotic? It just seems to be two people who are old fighting in robots. (laughs) Yeah, that's very patriotic. (laughs) Didn't you watch the ending of Metal Gear Solid 4? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but they weren't in a robot suit. They were fighting on top of a robot. That's tomato, tomato. And granted, that fight was pretty tits. I'm not going to lie. Also, I read the all caps and I'm very happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good, Steve. I'll drink. All right. As long as you drink. I fair laser cannon and just the same way I'm going to make the speech. Metal Wolf tore Liberty Prime's arm bearing laser cannon off and pointed the barrel of a gigantic mini firing gun at its throat saying, I've always been fond of the West Coast Proverbs. Speak softly and carry a big gun. You will go far. It's like my man Tupac said. That. <laughs> he fired a direct shot and declared triumphantly, Believe in your own bunny in American justice. Who believes in you? It makes more sense when you sing it. Yeah. It didn't make sense when I read it, but it makes sense now. It's like my man Tupac says, believe in the American justice that believes in you. I thought Tupac said something about carrying a big gun. Pac said a lot of things, right? (laughs) It's got to be sung by an 80s hair band. Like Van Halen or Simply Red. Or Winger. Or whoever composed the uh, Top Gun theme. Kenny Loggins? No, that's Danger Zone. He didn't compose the Top Gun theme. Oh, you're talking about Have you seen the video for that? No. Okay, it's just the fucking guitarist wanking the guitar in an airplane hangar on top of the jet with wind blowing. It's so 80s. That's incredible. In fact, we need more of that. Yes, we do. All right, keep reading. You know, if you ever get a chance to play the NES version of Top Gun, it has the 8-bit version of that theme on it. Yep. However, much to Michael's surprise, the headless Liberty Prime stood up and pointed its own mini nuke launcher at him. This is America! (laughs) Even shouted, firing a nuke. Michael cringed before realizing nothing happened. What? Happened, muttered Eden as the laser cannon diffused. Liberty Prime is an American robot. It would never kill the President of the United States. I'm still alive because I'm the President of the United States, said Michael, standing up. Can we, as fellow Americans, put aside our differences and unite for the greater good of the American people? Metal Wolf held out an unexpected hand for Liberty Prime to shake. Liberty Prime shook the mechanical hand. For America. But who do we fight for? The Enclave? The Brotherhood of Steel? Michael chuckled. We fight for the people! We fight for America! Michael held out his... Uh, how, Michael held out his flag as Eden held out his. They flew into the Capitol building, being currently used as the Enclave's base. A few power-armored Enclave generals are sitting in two decayed leather chairs in the Oval Office. Did you eradicate the Brotherhood? Said the general in a voice distorted by the helmet. Get off of my chair! <laughs> Shouted the two mechanical presidents before killing every single Enclave member in the room with missiles, grenades, miniature nuclear weapons, and lasers. The two sat together and spoke into the radio. Hello again, America the Magnificent. This is President Eden, said the Mecca into his bulky sound recorder. And I am President Michael Wilson. I'm taking America back because I'm the co-president of the United States. (laughs) Together we will make America strong again. 
They both shouted, waving their American flags in a frenzy of patriotism. I'll be right back because nature is calling. Wait, you, you didn't read the last two words. I would like to point out this story was made in 2010. Ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. Next up, Logan requested this one. Garfield of the Galaxy, Infinity Wars. <laughs> <laughs> fucking do it. Kicking us off is going to be Wolf Boy, refereed by Logan. And I need to actually put the page two thing real fast because I am not doing my job. Never not. Garfield of the Galaxy, Infinity Wars. Chapter one. Chris Pratt was flying through stretches of space with his Guardians of the Galaxy. They were escaping from the Sovereign Peoples after causing mischief. They had Nebula for capture those circumstance. Nebula was chained to a wall with chains and stewing and brew of hate. Yippee K yay! Wild and free! Wham bang shangalang! Chris Pratt squealed with delight as he soared through cosmos. I think you just summoned an Eldritch Horror. Good job. Fuck! Slow down, human man. You are a reckless fool, said Nebula with hateful evil. Chill out! Chris Pratt squealed with irritation. Nebula, you are my sister, but you are rotten with defilement, said Gamora with sisterly shame. Silence you! I will kill Thanos! You are green weakling traitor, said Nebula with bitterly bite. Oh, you women, quipped Rocket Raccoon with jolly laughter. Chris Pratt, please slow down. You're being a hearty fool, Drax said with concern. Call me Star-Lord! wheeled Chris Pratt with defiance. I'm getting tired of how they're said blank with blank. Oh, too bad. It's going to happen a lot. Then you are not going to enjoy the story. Yeah. With the suddenness of a ship appeared, an out-of-ship appeared figure. It was old, but magical. Greetings, Guardians of the Galaxy. It is I, Ego, said the figure with enigma. Ego, like egg? Squealed Chris Pratt with quip. Uh, if I hadn't had Chinese food, I'd be hungry. I'm hungry. Mm, I could go for a 15-egg omelet. I could go for quip. I could go for a Q-tip. No. Is that how you recovered from your, um... You don't even know what I had, do you? No. The sounding. Your sounding? <laughs> Did you rub Q-tips with, like... Oh, yeah, that's right. I just I shoved Q-tips in there and swabbed it up until the hole closed and I could pee normally again. Wonderful. Urethral gaping is not something I want to Google right now. Let's do it! No! <laughs> when did you have a catheter stuck in you? I didn't have a catheter. I had a camera stuck in me. Ooh. And it was to make sure I didn't have bladder cancer. Ooh. Oh, first result! No! No! <laughs> <laughs> gaping pisshole urethra Freeman porn 21 x <laughs> Why is that on X-Hamster? Why not? Where else is the gaping hispool gonna be? Uh, Pornhub allows everything. No, Chris Pratt. I have been looking galaxy over for you. And now I have found the answer to my meaning, said the mysterious old one with feeble elderly wisdom. Old man, you can call me Star-Lord. You will call me Star-Lord. You will call me Star-Lord, squealed Chris Pratt like spoiled brat. Did the author just forget his name was Peter Quill? No, his name is Chris Pratt. From the Chris Pratt show. Calm yourself. I have great secret to tell. I am your father, said figure with revelation. Daddy! Daddy, 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 daddy! <laughs> squealed Chris Pratt with bliss. Meanwhile, while conversing was happening... Nebula unlocked herself from chains. She snuck away with stealth hiding in shadows of light. She then kicked open escape hatch and jumped into space. No! Screamed Gamora with despair. That is right, sister. 
I will die in icy hell of space before being prisoner to you, Nebulous said with vile. Shut up. I'm talking to my dad. No. Uh, to my daddy. There you go. You got it from <laughs> your daddy. It feels weird saying daddy. Lower and more sensual. Daddy, 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 That's daddy. Lower, <laughs> but not sensual. Oh, really? Oh, daddy. Daddy, I'd like a bike for my birthday with streamers and a bell. Would you like a ride on the bike? Daddy, I want to go see Santa and sit on his lap. Daddy, can we have spaghetti and meat? Balls for supper. <laughs> you know, I could really go for like spaghetti and meatballs. What have I unlocked? Achievements. Yay! First achievement reviews. You don't want to revive everything we killed. Shut up, I'm talking to my daddy, squealed Chris Pratt. Daddy. With weasel spite. Nebula floated through the frigid wasteland of space, disappearing like lice in forest of hair. She was speck of nothing is cosmic debris. She felt cold death tickle her skin with fingers. She thought she would die heavy with burden of hate and never knowing true love of man. She fell into sleeping slumber, spiraling into dreams of woe and fury. In her dreams, Thanos was laughing like madman tormenting pain into the innocent. But then in her dreams, awesome figure of power, radiating with orange majesty, overwhelmed all. The searing flame of manhood incinerated Thanos with effortless ease. I heard searing flame and once again am reminded of when I had to have that urethral sounding. Tearing off head with muscular manly hands. That doesn't remind me of my sounding. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tear your head right off. (laughs) It's not like a can. You can't just pop the top. Once I pop your top, you just won't stop. You just gotta snip the tip. Uh, <laughs> but I won't stop bleeding. Yeah, the blood won't stop. <laughs> Is David still peeing? I would say it's a yes. Here's the question. Will David have to respond by logging into Discord on his phone and typing to us? Next is Sean being refereed by David. That's why I was asking. Yes. Next up can be Sean being refereed by me. All right. He tossed Thanos' head into black hole and spat on it. The figure, which was cat and man, then turned manly gaze and bore into her mind like fiery lances of lasagna. I could go for lasagna. Can you stop talking about the food you want for just one episode? (laughs) No. (laughs) You're not adding credibility to the fact that I have claimed on paper, under oath now, that I do, in fact, feed you. (laughs) Well, considering you don't know how to cook. I know how to cook. I don't know how to cook well. There's a difference. Yeah. Hmm. I can cook edible food. It's not great, but it's edible. Hmm. Listen to your wife, Steve. I am. I'm telling her no. His eyes were like blazing stars and galaxy of hope. Nebula felt sweat of fear and desire run down her face. Like coat of slimy goo. Or cum, whatever. Her lady gems exploded like meteor hitting planet of dynamite. (laughs) She woke trembling with awe. She did not know where she was. She was moving through space seated on custom expensive leather seat. She looked around her and saw she was in red Corvette driving through space. Oh, she was kidnapped by Elon Musk of the future. No! (laughs) (laughs) At driving wheel was the orange figure in her dreams rippling with muscle and manhood. He wore aviator shades and smoked lasagna cigarettes. (laughs) Wow. Pretty sure that'll kill you. I'll drink a lasagna beer to that. (laughs) 
Wind blew though his hair with cool style as he chilled out to Tangerine Dream. Garfield? Cried out Nebula in shock. The manly figure of physical justice nodded mighty head. Where am I? Where are we going? Said Nebula with concern. You are in safety. I found you in deepness of space floating like balloon in bath. Said Garfield with masculine stoicism as he puffed lasagna cigarette. I am taking you to my planet. The planet of lasagna, I'm sure. No, it'd be rigatoni, man. <laughs> okay, either that was the longest pee or the fastest poop you've ever had. A pupe? Uh, freedom? <laughs> he peed out of his butthole. Oh, no. Mm. Don't get the runs. That's bad. But I have no time. I must kill Thanos. Nebula said with objection. Relax, ragamuffins. <laughs> Aren't ragamuffins what you call little orphan children? Isn't this one of those watch mojo 10 heroes that can defeat Thanos with, with the Infinity Gauntlet watch mojo lists or whatever? Yeah, Garfield is definitely at the top of the list. Does anybody even watch mojo? I like mojo Jojo. No, nobody watches watch mojo. I watch watch mojo. They put out the lowest effort top 10 list in all of existence. Yeah, but it's it's fun to watch. They stole stuff from Guru Larry once. When the only way you know your content is being stolen is because you deliberately lie in your content. Oh, just like that Westworld game that came out. <laughs> that had all the same bugs as the uh, Fallout Shelter game. Oh, did, that, did they actually, like, prove that they stole that shit? Yeah, uh, Bethsaida's like, look, we know you stole our shit because here are the exact same bugs that you're experiencing now. God, you say that company's name the same way another person I know. It's Bethesda, not Bethesda. Yeah, it's Bethesda. Bethesda, sorry. The bottom line is there's a Chinese MOBA where you can play as Shrek. Yeah, and it's awesome. You can also play as Naruto or Wally. <laughs> you play on the old Summoner's Rift. Like, it straight up is. Like, I would play it if it weren't also a virus. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm surprised you can't can't play as Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. You probably can. He's probably in that game. Look it up. It's called 300 Heroes. See how, see the full list. I want to know who's in, who else is in this game. Chronological hero list with pictures. Oh, God. All right. Are we ready? Yeah, dude. Hit me, daddy. Mammy Tomoe. Who? Mammy from Madoka Magica. Oh, okay. Fate Testarossa, which is a car. Who? Yumu Konpaku. Who? Kuro Yukihime. Who? Nanoha Takamachi. Who? Yoshino. This list sucks. Yeah. Oh, there's a guy from One Piece. So after all their fucking anime weep stuff, we just have Gundam. Oh, wait, like, which Gundam? Just it's Gundam. just Gundam with a red thing on its forehead with a V. Gundam. That sounds like G Gundam? My Shiranui. Oh, from uh, fucking Metal Slug. My Shiranui is not from Metal Slug. <laughs> I know, Logan, I know. Uh, Siran Lee, Himura Kenshin, Ainu. From that, that uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, you can play a Sephiroth. <laughs> Bells, frogs, big cherries, Peter Pan, magic cheese, Sephiroth. And my favorite character ever, Lou Boo. Wait, from My Name is Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> See, the funny thing was, it's not from My Name is Bruce. That was Guan Di. Guan Di. Relax, ragamuffins. In my planet, you will find knowledge of pleasure. Sit back and let the man drive you to ecstasy. Oh, yeah. Garfield said to Nebula with universal truth. Steve, during this scene in the recording, can you put heavy metal on by... Uh... I, have, I have heavy metal on right now. No, I mean like heavy metal the song. <laughs> I don't think so. Down, 
No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to superimpose David, shut up. On a cool David, shut up. You gotta go to the boo box with you. <laughs> Garfield drove on through blackness, cutting through space like knife through liquid air. Lights of red Corvettes sear through darkness like torches of enlightenment. Yeah, see? Heavy metal would be perfect right here. Nevertheless saw wonders of the universe like stars and planets. Then over in Horizon, she saw greatest wonder of all. It was massive glowing orb size of three suns. At closer coming, she saw it was great, mighty planet filled with fields of green and seas of red. What is this? I don't think uh, Louis Armstrong would say, I see fields of green. And seas of red. <laughs> My sister's tits naked in bed. Ah! Oh God! And I think to myself, oh. <laughs> it's a long way from West Africa. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Asked Nebula with bewilderment. It's Friday Night Fan Fiction. The nighttime stippling coffee, the easy stuff you need so you can rest and have a bad headache medicine. We're a medicine now. Well, not all medicine helps. Alcohol is medicine, right? It's a type of medicine. It helps you forget the bad. I have searched universe for planet to call home, but found none to match my majesty. So I have built planet with these two hands. <gasps> He's Titan AE. <laughs> I'm in over my head. Can we call the planet Bob? I mean, we could, but we'd be tearing down a part of ourselves. So that movie is like ultra generic, but it was pretty and fun. And I like the soundtrack. Yeah. Plus it had like uh, that naked Asian chick in it. That was pretty good. Yeah. Did you and I watch the same movie? Yes. You see, Steve, what happened was in the movie, she was like in or out and she was in a towel. And then she got behind that screen and she's like, oh, I'm super naked behind here. <laughs> and then the guy from uh, fucking Anastasia was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm adding yeah. a question to naked opinion. David, do you just invent your own movies in your mind? <laughs> no, it really happened. It's a scene in the movie. You might have watched the made-for-TV version, Titan AI. I watched, the, I watched the, the made-for-cruises version where they took out anything objectionable. Yeah, they took out the titty scenes. <laughs> I watched the DVD version. What did Janine Garofalo sound like in French? Oh, my God. I don't remember. Garfield said, Let's you can't Jesus the Christ! Your energy. <laughs> Garfield nosedived his red Corvette through atmosphere planets. He soared over continents and oceans. He flew over continents bigger than Earth and Mars and filled with giant tree with red bark. On branches were cities filled with sexy ladies walking around and dining on fresh lasagna. Fresh. This is tree of rebirthing. That. Oh. Oh, you know what would be really good right now? That song, Heavy Metal. Don't you think, guys? Don't you take a <laughs> David, I hope you like the boo box in there. I hope you're getting it set up nice. Oh, yeah. It's really nice. I have a couch. It's right next to the uh, heavy metal Corvette. It's the Toxic Avengers home in there. Oh. <laughs> With just the one picture up that says mommy. A few hubcaps hanging around. Yep. That is tree of rebirthing. It is watered with blood of my enemies. Like my fist, it thirsts for evil blood. Will never be quenched. Garfield said with explaining, with death of evil, lovely ladies can frolic with joy and no pleasure of lasagna. That is magical, said Nebula with impressment. 
So is is lasagna like an aphrodisiac in Italy? Yeah. Lasagna is an everything. It is a gas, a solid, and a liquid. And a plasma. It can be nutritional. It can act as a power tool. (laughs) You guys remember that episode of Home Improvement where Tim was like, Al, give me the lasagna. We got to put together this deck. (laughs) And it's just a deck made out of lasagna. And Tim starts sinking into it. Can I say that the video game for that that show was terrible? Yeah. Well, everybody knows that it was terrible. It, it was a tie-in game from the 16-bit era. Yeah. There was not a single tie-in game from the 16-bit era that was good. Also, the show wasn't really that good to begin with. Judge Dredd was fun. It was not. It was monotonous. The first level, you saw everything in the game. Yeah. Garfield and Nebula then flew over a massive pyramid of skeletons. That is the Pyramid of Fools. I have built it from skeletons of boneheads who defy my justice. It is monument to ignorance. Only when pyramid <laughs> reaches past the end of universe will all ignorance be destroyed. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> this is the coolest thing anyone's ever said. It's so dumb. It is. The Great Pyramid shone in sunlight beaming with glory. Garfield then flew past more red oceans which boiled with heat and steam. Sweet smell of beauty came from red hot oceans. Then over oceans, Garfield came to giant floating islands the size of 20 Earths. That's a lot. Yeah. On floating island was a city full of lights and skyscrapers. At city center was mighty palace that shone light like light bulb on 4th of July. How is it different? Like, how is a light bulb lighting differently on the 4th of July than... It's more patriotic. Also, I didn't even realize 4th of July was mentioned in the story. Good call, Logan. I'm a genius. Next up is Splee being refereed by Logan. (laughs) Oh, goody, goody. Oh, I get the strict referee. Gird your loins. He He has sand pockets. What amazement, said Nebula with astonishing. It is my summer castle. Come and see, Garfield said as he flew down to castle. In castle inside, thousands upon millions of spaceships soared from outer space and landed in docks. Out of spaceships, sexy ladies came out with disembarking, giggling with joy and excitement. Why are all these ladies here on spaceships? Asked Nebula with wondering. Ladies from all over universe come to meet with supernova of sexy. Meet thee. Meet thee, supernova of sexy and the big bang of good times. Ha ha ha. Garfield said as he pointed to his pants. Nebula nodded with understanding as her mind unraveled secret and lay wrapped behind Garfield's man pants. That lay. That lay wrapped behind Garfield's man pants. As her mind wondered, her mouth watered. Yeah, it must be the lasagna. Do you think he has lasagna, Dick? Probably. Lasagna-flavored condoms? Yeah. No, no, he has a seven-layered dick. It starts off with, like, a regular dick, and then it's like a horse cock, and then it's like some mozzarella. <laughs> oh, it's like fruit stretch gum. Yeah. Nice. It's big ZD. It's two die four. Trademark Garfield 2018. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Nothing. Go ahead. Sounds like something, Steve. No, go ahead. Just ignore me, okay? As you always do. It's fine. Ignore him. Oh, there is lasagna flavor condoms. Oh. No. No, he's losing. He's, he's My looking- mom texted me, okay? Oh, God. She's like, Steve, do you have any of this lasagna flavored condoms? No, she posted picture blackmail, basically. Oh, of what? Lasagna flavored condom? Of me. What the fuck? This doesn't leave us, Val. 
The secret goes to our grave. Steve, I have a picture of your detached fourth. What are you even wearing on D- your head? Don't. It's a little sailor suit. <laughs> what the heck is don't, that? Don't even. Why are it's you? It's his lasagna costume from Halloween 1993. Put it in the staff chat immediately. Put it in the staff chat. No, I will drown my phone first. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Nope. Come on, Steve. Nope. Don't be a wuss. Nope. Come I want to call your mom and tell her to send me the picture. You don't even know her name. It's Lillian. It's not Lillian. It's Vivian. Palpatine. Yeah, it's it's gravy Palpatine. Wow. It's the wrestler Naked Midian. <laughs> Wait, which, what's that wrestler that nobody goes to go see? Virgil? Yeah, Virgil. <laughs> Virgil. Oh, poor Virgil, man. <laughs> Fuck Virgil. <laughs> and the chat goes crazy. Oh, there's something in my eye. It's that picture of me that I will never show. <laughs> oh, you got like a retinal flash of it? <laughs> it's like one of those subconscious scenes from Event Horizon. <laughs> oh, jeez. Steve, I'm going to start calling you at midnight every night until you show it to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's just midnight, then I'll say thank you for telling me it's a new day and hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start calling you at hourly increments every day. (laughs) It's a new hour. Garfield landed ship at Castle Courtyard. In Courtyard, there was giant hedges shaped like ladies in naughty poses. No. Shaped like sexy ladies in naughty poses. Naked ladies lounged by shrubs eating lasagna and dressed in bikinis. The road was paved with gold and steel. As they walked, they passed large luxury pool shaped like women's navel. Boop, boop. In pools, ladies lay on floats shaped like Garfield. Fuck. All right, so the worst thing about this picture is I'm wearing a sublime t-shirt. Show us the picture. Show us. <laughs> No. They massage floats with wanting hands, wishing the man was there for real. As Garfield passed, all sexy ladies cooed longingly for him. All thee. You're missing so many words. All thee. Sexy ladies cooed longingly for him. But the man walked by without beating a sweat. Please don't judge me too harshly. (laughs) 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 Oh, did he actually post it? Yeah. What the heck is on your head? That's a I'm fez. saving it right now before you Why do you it? have a fez on your head? God, you're such a loser. <laughs> and you know what? Nothing's changed. Why do you look the same as you did back then? Apparently, I'm Keanu Reeves. I just never age. If I shaved my face, I would look exactly the same. I would spontaneously get a sublime t-shirt, a fez, and get chains on my hands. <laughs> God, you were too edgy five minutes. Oh, you ain't fucking fit in that picture. I'm removing that shit. Too late. I already saved it. I've saved it on my hard drive. Don't worry. <laughs> Somebody new showed up just as the show started, and they said, Oh my God, this server is a gift. Man, <laughs> <laughs> same. Son of a bitch! Oh, you know what would happen? Dude, you shouldn't know this would happen. Yeah. I like humanity in the abstract, never in the literal. <laughs> so, guys, he doesn't like you, any of you. Or the stories we read. <laughs> he hates. Everybody's saving it! <laughs> I'm posting it to Facebook. <laughs> no, oh. no, don't do that. Don't you fucking do that. <laughs> I will disassociate with you. You will never leave the boo box. 
Garfield and Nebula then passed through great golden doors the size of skyscrapers. Garfield pushed them open like ease, like giant pushing feathers. Inside was great hall filled with giant stone statues of naked ladies. On walls hung oil paintings of Garfield loving hot ladies from all of history. In one painting, Cleopatra and Catherine the Great were lying on bed of silky sin as Garfield jolted their lady sockets with his man lightning. Hot. That is realism, Garfield said with art as he pointed to paintings. Said with art. Yes. 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 He is Art Garfunkel. Throughout Hall, fine ladies ate lasagna and drank cocktails at glass tables. I know you're hungry, Val. Don't say it. I could go for lasagna. <laughs> I'm married to Garfield. No. Val is one of the hot ladies eating the lasagna. I wish. I'm not hot. Or eating lasagna. <laughs> you say that, but what does Steve think? I think my wife is lasagna, yes. Eat me. After the show, honey. God damn it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. Shut up. Uh, ripping pepperoni. I should have put kosher pepperoni <laughs> above there. I, that picture was taken while I was in Israel. Why were you wearing a fez in Israel? Why weren't you wearing a yarmulke like a good boy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So apparently my mother's name is Logan Friggin Jenkins. Friggin? <laughs> yes. Logan F. Jenkins. The F is for friggin. I'll take it. They wore shimmering space dresses that were see-through. As Garfield passed them, they reached longingly for him, but he did not glance a look. Garfield passed Bar and motioned to Bartender Ted with cool points. Bartender Ted gave him the finger guns and threw a lasagna scotch to Garfield, who caught it like home-run goalie. There's no such thing as a home-run goalie. There is now, baby. Clearly, you don't know enough about sports, ball. Garfield sipped drink like cool cat in chill town. More ladies flocked him wanting sniff of his scent and touch of his muscles, but he did not wink a care. Garfield flicked Lasagna's cigarette to ground and walked on. Mob of ladies rushed to Lasagna's cigarette, clawing and fighting for its radiance. Wanting Damn, are you assembling Escape from Fire Mountain in the background? No, I'm getting my tablet out so I can make that Rip and Pepperoni picture better. <laughs> you know, I've been meaning to ask how the progress has been coming along. I can only assume that in the last year or so since we last heard about it, you've done nothing until you got inspired by my terrible picture. No, I've done other things. I drew uh, Tokoyami from uh, My Hero Academia. Steve-O, it should be noted that uh, some of our fans have adopted your new picture as their uh, Discord profile picture. As their profile? Profile picture? Yes. <laughs> on Facebook? <laughs> no, no, on Discord. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Someone should make it their profile picture, though. I hate all of you. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Sean! Sean, what have you done? <laughs> oh, that is being deleted right now. No. No! It's on a goddamn Facebook page! <laughs> <laughs> Throwback Tuesday. Now Wednesdays. That is being buried forever! <laughs> <laughs> that cat dick. 
That's a nice cat, Nick. Ah! Can we keep going? It's almost nine o'clock. Nebula followed Garfield out of room through doors which were color of night. It's spreading. <laughs> On the other side, there was darkness with flashes of strobe lights. Fantasy by Aldenova played as ladies in tight black leather danced under spotlights and rubbed themselves with wet lasagna. Wow. This is the Temple of Forbidden Pleasure. In IT, fantasy becomes reality. Garfield explained with guru words. A foxy mama in pool of lasagna was dancing and wiggling. She saw Garfield and took handful of steaming lasagna fresh as spring and smeared it on firm breasts while licking lips like hungry she-panther. Garfield nodded with approving. Next up is Logan being refereed by David. Meanwhile, I have determined to now drink myself into oblivion and forget that this ever happened. That's a lie and you know it. There's no way I will ever let you forget this. You must be familiar with forbidden body pleasures, Garfield said to Nebula as they passed over hanging cage with dancing lady and whirling hair and licking lasagna covered bars. I do not know these things. I have been captured by Thanos all my life. All I know is scent of battle and taste of murder, Nebula said with sadness. Taste of murder is rich, but like lasagna, it must be chewed with virtue. Please do not chew directly into the microphone. It's hard to edit out. I hate you guys. Killing of evil is righteous, but death of innocence is vile like flies making love on rotting meat, Garfield said with the learning of lifetimes. Nebula followed Garfield through Temple of Forbidden Pleasures, seeing sights unseen and thoughts unknown. Her mind and heart were filled with mysteries. Garfield pointed to sexy, six-armed, eight-legged alien babe. She wore black leather bodysuit and held paddles in all hands. With paddles, she spanked naked ladies who laid on beds and screamed in ecstasy, enjoying their spanking pleasure. Garfield gave her thumbs up. Hot. Garfield and Nebula. Can someone actually uh, take that old picture of Steve-O doing the double <laughs> thumbs up and put Garfield's face on it? <laughs> <laughs> Just put Garfield's face on the picture. Everybody's sending her out right now. <laughs> actually, don't do that. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> and add, add some blingy to it. Oh, is yes. blingy still even a thing? Yes, of course. Oh, God, it is. <laughs> Garfield and Nebula passed through Iron Gate and entered the Snap Room, where Rhythm was always a dancer. Hot ladies in bodysuits danced their beats to Rhythm as music poured in from boomboxes. They passed through rooms of cool tunes and hot beats and entered Doorway. On other side, there was Crystal Stairway of Spiraling. They climbed stairs to Pinnacle of Heights, reaching Garfield's throne room. Garfield's throne room was filled with glorying might. Light of suns poured through stained glass windows of sexy ladies in lasagna. Flags with coat of arms of fist-clenching lasagna flew in breezy wind. Suits of armor with shields of lasagna emblem stood proud. Garfield sat on his throne with majesty of real man and snapped with style. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the crotch bulge that's getting me. <laughs> of course, I'm not changing my picture, Steve-O, but if you ban me, I will start and never stop referring to you as daddy when I introduce people to FNF in real life. <laughs> no, no, you got you got to call him Guppy. Go ahead. I'm I just don't even care anymore. Garfield sat on his throne with majesty of real man and snapped with style. At snapping, servant dressed like sexy French maid came with lemonade. There, I'm just going to post all of my old pictures of me so that it just doesn't matter anymore. Please enjoy relaxation, Garfield said with calmness. I am sorry, Garfield. I cannot stay. I must go hunt Thanos, Nebula said with regret. Thanos is oversized baby too big for his diaper. He tries to put on big boy pants, but they fall off in mockery, Garfield said with dismissal. You are wisdom, Nebula said with high enlightenment. A servant then appeared with suddenness. She approached and knelt with respectfulness and bespoke. I am sorry to be interrupting you, Garfield, but we have a visitor. It is Thor. He has come from Asgard to challenge your manliness, servant said with respectfulness. What, tomfoolery? Garfield bombasted with a pall. He will not leave until he faces you in battle and take in place of ultimate man. The servant said with apologies, So be it. We will meet in Colosseum of Burning Fury. It is needing coat of paint, and Asgardian blood is perfect color, Garfield said with judgment. Garfield went into back chambers to prepare for execution of the fool. Nebula followed servant to Colosseum of Burning Fury, where crowds sat in seats waiting for top-notch show. They cheered, Garfield, Garfield, waiting with anticipating for the hero to arrive. <laughs> Jesus. Look at that picture. Oh, he looks like such a fucking jerk. <laughs> oh my God. I hate these pictures of you. I, I would punch you in the face if you grew a goatee again. I would need to punch you in the face. It would be like a reflex. I'll be back in a few minutes. Ignore any razor sounds you may hear. Uh, next up is Val being refereed by me. I'm loving this transparent PNG. Since everybody changed their profile picture, I actually can't... I can't just glance and see who's saying what. <laughs> then with suddenness, doors in front opened and Thor entered fighting arena. Crowd booed him and threw tomatoes and bananas and he sulked with frowning. Why do you boo me? I am Thor, great and mighty hero, sub Thor with sorrow tears. Tears? Tears? Okay. Oh, you know what I could go for? I think you could go for reading more. Our homemade pizza. Great golden gates then opened with booming. Out rode Garfield on custom Harley Davidson motorcycle. Everything. <laughs> Sorry, everything is uh, capitalized. He wore a cool leather jacket and jeans with boots of stepping. His Harley revved like bull in heat as he rode into arena. Crowds screamed in cheering joy and ladies threw flowers and underwear at the man. The man. Uh, capitalized. Garfield stopped in middle of arena and got off Harley to face the weakling. You are a newborn toddler who sucks his thumb and dreams it is gold. Garfield said to Thor with contempt. Silence, Garfield! My father Odin sent me to fight real men and challenge to cosmic battle. Only then will I prove worth, Thor yelled with defiance. Your father sent you on errand to hell. You begged death to dance and spit in fate's face. But I will give you greatest gift warrior can give to other. A gilded chariot of all to the dead. To Hall. Oh. I'm sitting here 
in an air-conditioned room barely keeping below 76 degrees in disgusting weather on July 4th as loud fireworks are going off outside reading terrible Garfield fan fiction as people pass around old pictures of me. This is the worst 4th of July I've ever had. It's your fault. Hashtag blame Steve-O. Are you done weeping? Daddy is done weeping. Daddy, 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 daddy. <laughs> Make love to me, daddy, daddy, daddy. David's been oddly quiet. Is he still- I'm creating. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to say it with the mic in your yes, mouth? Yes, he did. <laughs> I need a higher res picture for this. <laughs> Garfield said with stoic wisdom, Enough, feel right of my new Mjolnir! Thor screamed as he took out Mighty Hammer. How's that resolution, David? No, no, I don't need a better picture of you. I need a better picture for the background that I'm putting you in front of. Okay. Ah. Thor tossed Mjolnir with great whooshing at Garfield, making it soar like prancing antelope in savannah, but Garfield did not flinch a wink. He caught Hammer with powerful grip and stared at it with eyes. What? Only worthy can wield Mjolnir? Cried out Thor in despair rage. Garfield scoffed with laughing. He raised up Hammer like featherweight pillow and then tossed it in air with meteor power. He then took out his desert eagle and aimed at Mjolnir. But he forgot to buy bullets when the round started, so he didn't have any left. Aww. Counter-Strike joke. Here is your worthiness, Garfield said with ice-cold style as he shot Mjolnir with desert eagle, making it shatter like explosion of rainbows diamond. Oh, rainbow diamonds. No! How can this be? Cried out Thor like milkmen crying over cracked eggs. So I do have to say, Jackie said, Steve-O, I want you to know this is the nicest 4th of July I've ever had all because of you guys. That actually means a lot to me, and I'm very happy for our Friday night family as terrible as we are. So I'm I'm, I'm happy if we're making your 4th of July very good. Daddy, 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 daddy. Daddy, 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 daddy. <laughs> your tour hammer is crushed for your spineless body. Without it, you quiver like jellyfish in autumn breeze, Garfield said with solemn teaching. Garfield then approached Thor with swagger of majestic masculinity. Every step quake with rumbles and stars and galaxies distant exploded in awe. Thor looked up into Garfield's eyes, which were blazing infernos, and saw the coming of an unbecoming of universes. Sweat like frozen daggers rained on face as he saw destiny of truth. He saw himself in Garfield's eyes, squealing in terror of cosmos. I don't like that. I like I don't it. Like, I don't like the noise. I like it. He then saw himself rebirthed out womb, which was serpent's mouth and blood gushed out like ketchup, but blood was not blood, but lasagna. So it is truth, Thor said with enlightenment. Tears filled Thor's eyes like honeydew and poured like hot river of remorse. Nice pig. Server settings, delete server. No! Don't dare. Don't you dare. Oh, David, that's fucking beautiful. Sivo is now a juggalo. Oh my god. Post that to Twitter. The best thing is I'm less white than uh, Shaggy Toot Dope. Well, yeah, he's wearing white makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Garfield nodded mighty head in silence. I know now. I am pathetic worm being baked in rays of endless. Tor wept with the straw. Please, Garfield, end my being with your righteous furry. Fury. Fury. <laughs> your righteous army of furries from Anthrocon 2018. Yeah. So be it. My still palm will crush wisdom into your mind. Garfield said as he placed palm on Thor's tiny head. 
He gripped Thor's very small head effortlessly. Circling back around is me being refereed by Sean. I don't know if I can actually speak. I'm so filled with rage. <laughs> Fucking fireworks. His tadpole head was like grape overcome in sea of palm. Garfield crushed head like miniature watermelon. Oh, he's Gallagher, making shower of blood and brain spurt like shower mush. Shower mush? Mush. 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 No, no, like, what's shower mush? It's mush in a shower. Oh, oh, it's that gunk that gets caught in, like, the hair catch when it's filled with, like, dandruff and semen. Yes. It's mostly skin and soap. (laughs) Eyes popped out like popcorn. Poop. Pieces of skull exploded outward. In final moments, Thor felt wisdom and peace enter his mind. It was just fingers. (laughs) Garfield presented bloody wet hands, and handmaidens dressed in transparent silk robes came over with rushing and licked Garfield palms with lustful thirst, cleaning his stone palms. Lick up, pussycats. My hands are dirty with fool's blood. Garfield said with orders... Handmaidens licked with slimy tongues, oily and wet like pink eels. Ew. <laughs> kaboom, 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 boom, 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 boom. Yep. Their gooey tongues licked Garfield's hands until all were satisfied. When hands were clean, Garfield took Thor's headless body, which was bleeding red waterfalls, out of head stump. He motioned to handmaidens who brought stone bowl carved like lasagna pan. He then poured Thor's blood inside. When bowl was full, Garfield spoke with commands to his handmaidens. Bake blood in oven of judgment and then take to tree of rebirthing. Let it feed with nourishment on blood. Garfield declared with edicts. Then out of suddenness, there was spark of smoke. You okay? Yeah, I just took a hard hit of the glass. Well, you're not supposed to hit yourself with the glass. You're just supposed to drink the things in it. Oh! Then, out of suddenness, there was a spark of smoke. A figure appeared from wispy clouds of fog. It was Odin! Garfield, I see you have done the deed. Odin said with observation, It is sad, but my son was not real man. He had to fall by your just hands. It almost rhymes. Garfield said nothing. Wordless silence came from his closed mouth. His eyes were stoic mountains. He then approached Odin with March. He stared into Odin's eyes and Odin shook like baby trapped in iceberg. And my brain just added lettuce after that. I could go for a salad. God damn it, Val! Garfield then took out lasagna cigarette and lit it with handgun lighter. He puffed lasagna cigarette and blew smoke in Odin's face, who coughed like (laughs) puppy with asthma. Poor thing! (laughs) Garfield then took out cigarette from lips and put it out on Odin's bare arm. Odin screamed like seagull giving birth to ostrich, and in puff of smoke, turned into Loki. Garfield, how did you know it was me?! Loki said with shock. Perfumed pig still smells like mud. Garfield said with steel rage. It is too late. Thor's dead. I have tricked you. I have won. Squealed Loki like pot belied pig. Bellied. Pot bellied. Yeah, it's just one word. Really? All right. Yeah. Pathetic cockroach. My justice can never be tricked by swine. I kill who I want. And now I will be killing you. Garfield said with righteousness. 
Loki saw rage in Garfield's eyes and mouth and panicked. <clears throat> oh, God. He fell on knees with despair. Garfield, please spare my life! Loki pleaded with begging. Relax. I am noble, man. My fists spread peace, and now they will spread you into pieces. Garfield said with mercy. Damn, that's badass. Where's that awesome hot guitar lick from Top Gun playing? Da, 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 da. I hate that song. Why? It's so good. It's so boring. No, it's so good. No, no I'm tired great. of it. You know what? That's the most un-American thing you you could have said, but I'll give you a pass because you're I'm Canadian. I'm not American. Yet. Garfield grabbed Loki by his hair, which was long like little girl, and began dragging him on the ground. Dragging him on ground. Loki screamed and screeched like guinea pig, ready for the slaughter. Garfield then twirled Loki around his head like cowboy cat twirling Wild West lasso. Yeehaw! Next up is David being refereed by Val. Alright, I was busy creating, so where are we? Page 8. Great. Yeehaw! Ride him, cowboy. Garfield joked with humor as he twirled Loki. Crowd pointed and laughed at Loki as he screamed like pathetic banshee while he was twirled like pinwheel. When Garfield was tired of the game, he raised Loki to the sky. Time for my favorite show, Breaking Back. (laughs) (laughs) Parentheses, timely joke. Garfield said in... No, you skipped the line. Oh, I did actually, yeah. Garfield said with timely joke as he brought down Loki on his knee for backbreaker snapping his spine. All in Coliseum laughed with hilarity at Garfield's joke. Even Loki laughed with good humor. He's like, oh shit. (laughs) That was a good one. Ow. (laughs) Got him. Oh, got him. Got him so good. Uh, Loki laughed with good humor as his spine was snapped like twig. When Garfield was done with comedy, he threw Loki to the ground. Loki now lay at corner of arena. Center of arena. Oh shit, it does say center. (laughs) Fuck. Alright, well, I will drink. Now lay at center of arena. (sighs) Uh, Broken and shattered like expensive vase. Time to dispose of the trash. Garfield said with chillness. Garfield went to giant lever with grinning skull at tip. He pulled down lever. With the ease of man who pulled levers all the time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's my one dream, is to just have a job where I just pull levers all day. Like a slot machine person, but less gambly. Yay! Ah, that lever pulling Coliseum floor open down middle like great yawning mouth. And in open pit was great black hole. Loki fell into pit and was sucked into spiraling chaos of black hole. Now, first off, the author did not decide to go with the scientific route because black holes do not suck material in. Nope. You fall into the black hole. You don't get sucked into the black hole. Well. No, you don't. Once you cross the event horizon, you continue falling until you become singularity. I wouldn't say that they fall in either. It's not necessarily a hole. You drift in. You can orbit a black hole, babe. If the sun were to change into a black hole, we would just keep on rolling in. Because that black hole would have the same mass... As the sun, we just stay in our orbit. So we got more really stories cold. to read. I would love to watch Event Horizon starring Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne right now, but we don't have the time. You don't suck, though. You fall. And <laughs> force is pulling. On it's you. not pulling you, though. You're, you're orbiting. It is pulling. That's, that's what you gravity is. If you go in at an is. angle, that is still a type of orbit. Granted, it is a terminal orbit. 
You're falling. You're David, not being sucked. Shut the fuck up and read. I will, but I need you to acknowledge the fact that I am correct about this. No, you're not. I am. Don't Neil deGrasse Tyson in. would come down from his grave no. and be like, "Yo, dog, it's you're pretty right." Dead. They do not fall into the. It's not a hole. Get you fall into it, Logan. You don't fall into it. There's no falling. It it's not a hole. I'm not saying it's a hole. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. You fall into the event horizon. You just cross the event horizon. There's no falling. There's no falling. Oh, oh my God. God. Jesus. <laughs> I went in there for a second and I regret it. Is it still going? It is pooling. Sean, what are you doing here? <laughs> it's not going on. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Boys, <laughs> not falling. Boys! Oh my god. <laughs> we have a Bo show. Boys, we have a show to do. <laughs> oh my I god. I didn't say you get sucked. You don't fall or get sucked. I understand the nerd range. Can you calm it down for the next 32 minutes? Ah, <laughs> uh, cried Loki as he fell. Into the black hole. Dave, what does it say on the page? As he fell into black hole. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this could have been settled ten minutes ago! Garfield quipped with cleverness as he tossed lasagna cigarette into black hole, exploded it into fiery supernova. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Screamed Loki as his flesh and bones burned and melted into incineration from the supernova. Next time, wear sunscreen. Garfield joked with wit. After Garfield pulled lever back, closing door to Supernova, Nebula ran out onto Arena for congratulations. Garfield! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's an argument for or against falling into a black hole. <laughs> Garfield, you are amazing! Nebula said with astonishment as she ran sexy finger along Garfield's massive bicep. It was nothing, puppy pants. I need warm-up for main event. The next arena will be... Oh, shit. That's he's still talking. The next arena will be bedroom. It will not be short about but marathon. And I will go into overtime. Garfield said with wing. You're really contributing to the scientific consensus over here. <laughs> I gotta say that puppy pants is kind of cute. I'm yelling. I got a little heated. You did. I got a little heated at Logan. I'm sorry, babe. I wasn't trying to ignore you. I don't care. Great. Can you apologize to Logan now, too? Logan, even though you're wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> David, even though you like bad things like ranch, you're still my friend. Yeah. Even though you don't understand physics, you're still my friend. Even though you don't understand linguistics, you're still my friend. Even though you don't understand linguini. Even though I straight up hate you forever, you're still my friend. <laughs> Even though you're the worst person I know, you're still my friend. Okay. Logan, David, you owe all of us an apology for fucking stalling the show. No, they no, don't. No. Because we're still stalling. Hey, 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 Splee, here's my, here's my apology, Splee. 
Did you put him in the boo box? You put him in the boo box. <laughs> you know, it's really awesome, the boo box, when you're not in there. <laughs> I love the boo box when I'm not in it. You do know. I don't know if you've listened to the latest episode, but you do know that the boo box has creepy music, so I'm going to have to cut in like 19 different edits of the goddamn creepy music in this. <laughs> nobody nobody made you come in and out of the boo box. <laughs> I'm the show. All right, please continue reading. We have another story to do. Oh, Garfield, I've never known taste of true man. Will you show me ways of romance? Nebula asked with yearning. You know it, Carrot Cake. I'll pour Milky Way into your nebula and you will enjoy every drop, Garfield said with flirtations. You know what to say to make lady feel special, said Nebula with swooning. Garfield led Nebula up Crystal Stairway, that climbed Tower Pinnacle. They came Diamond Doors. Wait, no. They came to... (laughs) Sorry, I skipped a line. They came to Doors of Diamonds with carvings of ruby-eyed tigers clutching Lasagna. Through Diamond Doors, they uh, they entered Garfield's master bedroom, which was the size of a basketball court and filled with marble statues of naked women. Fertility symbols hung on walls, and at back was massive beds shaped like male symbols. Is he Austin Powers now? Apparently, I was going to say. Mirror was on ceiling above bed. In center of room on floor was giant symbol of yin-yang woven in area rug. Stay here, Garfield said with romance. Garfield let Nebula a yin-yang symbol and then went upstairs into balcony. Nebula waited with anticipation for her lady engine to get maximum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I can't wait to play that new Forza Horizons. No, don't talk to me about that right now. <laughs> but don't you want to get your lady engine maximized? <laughs> There's that Nerf gun. So can somebody write a poem about how a vagina is like a Nerf gun? No, 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 come back. Come back so I can throw this roll of tape at you. <laughs> <laughs> don't throw a roll of tape at us. Steve will eat it. You missed. <laughs> You have to pull the, the thing back, baby. Can you read and not show her how to hurt you? <laughs> She's not doing well with the Nerf gun that I gave her. <laughs> she missed. That's two now. It's a three-shot Nerf gun, too. And the dog has eaten the bullet. Ah, oh, that was my neck! Fuck! David, don't turn into a taste vampire until you finish your goddamn page! Steve, she shot me in my neck! With tape! <laughs> There was a thumbtack in that dark. And I told you, you. Uh, I'm losing a lot of blood. Oh, Jesus. No, you're not. It's everywhere. No, you're not. Just just read. (laughs) Can you please? Shut up. Please. (laughs) Please read. That's what you said to me. David, read. I am reading. Give me a second. I'm sorry I don't live in Florida anymore. Otherwise, I'd come over and check on David. After reading what seemed like forever hours, Garfield appeared from balcony and walked down dressed in black. Why is Diddy dying? I don't know. It's just having fun over there. He was dressed in black silk pants and black silk sleeveless shirt that clung to manly chest. He strode down like a mandrill on the prowl, eager for the hot taste of sexy space woman. Did it, I won. No, we won nothing. We did, we won. No, we lost like 40 minutes of our lives. No, we didn't. Next up is Wolfboy being refereed by Logan, and then we got another story to read. I prayed to my god, but he won't listen. <laughs> Somebody call Fire Marshal because you are lighting me up, Nebula said with arousal. You know it, Firefly. I am will stoke flame of sex in your oven, Garfield said with seduction. Explode my body with your man force, <laughs> Nebula begged with swooning. Yes, 
But first thing is first. To dine on delicacy of loving one must set table of mood, Garfield said with suaveness. He snapped fingers, light stimmed, and fascination streaked by the cure. God damn it. I'm trying to get the next story ready, and I forgot that I didn't copy and paste the right thing, so I just pasted in, like, size 78 font, David. (laughs) (laughs) Light stimmed and fascination streaked by the cure played from unseen speakers. Then... In Mystery of Magic, sexy naked women statues came to life and began, and began approaching nebula with smooth motions like fish swimming in silk, moving with rhythm to the beat. Marble ladies fell upon nebula with groping hands and licking tongues, pleasuring her body. Wouldn't that be rough to get licked by marble? No, marble is like super smooth. It's very cold and smooth. Isn't that polished marble and not raw marble? It doesn't say it's not polished. Well, usually statues are, are made of polished marble. Why do all these places want to get my attention? <laughs> <laughs> Garfield lounged on black satin couch, crossing leg over knee like champ, smoking lasagna cigarettes. Nebula moaned while marble minxes massaged her body with biting teeth and wrapped around her with legs. Massaged with biting teeth. <laughs> Why are all these places trying to get my attention, Steve? David, Nevada. You're a city in Nevada. At the center of Garfield's bedroom was twisting, nodding mass of bodies, writhing in sweaty set. Time to dive in Lake of Love, Garfield said as he approached massive woman bodies, which were wet and tangled like seaweed. Sexy marble ladies separated, allowing Garfield view of star of the show. Nebula gasped with breathing. Garfield, will you not come and enter my vortex? I have waited so long for love of man. Nebula said with longing. (laughs) All right, this is my last one, I promise. David, catch up. I don't know where we are in the story, Steve. I can't catch up. (laughs) Beautiful. I love you guys. You got it, Puss Boots. You have felt the yin, and now you will feel the yang, Garfield said with liquid sexuality. Let's just come. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> the yin-yang symbol on ground began to glow with green color of passion. Garfield then jumped into pleasure pile, ready to bring jackhammer of joy to nebulous pleasure. Time to feel the power of my infinity gems. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. baby. Oh, baby. Baby. Garfield said as he unhooked golden tiger buckle on silk pant. Garfield launched his lust dragon at Nebula, who embraced it with her firm thighs. Garfield rode Nebula like a cosmic tyrannosaur galloping fields of milky stars. He surged the force of his manliness into her body, pouring power of cosmic creation into her vessel of womanhood. To be continued. Author's note. If Marble is reading this, please put Garfield in Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of Galaxy. Guardians of Galaxy. You have permission to use my stories for inspiration. Yeah! We got one more story (laughs) to read. This is a very special one. We're only going to have enough time to read three. This is Right and Honorable in Honor of Canada Day. Yay. Summary, Trudeau is caught in a tricky situation and owes Bill Morneau a favor. This leads him to betray the one he loves the most. Andrew Shear is the leader of the opposition, but he never thought he'd have to oppose the one he loved. Wow. Uh... By Macon Babis. First up, 
is Sean being refereed by me. Oh boy, I see that second line. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Mm, Yes, yes, yes. I apologize to all the French listeners out there. (laughs) No, c'est nice, pas comme ça qu'il te parle, quoi tu es avec moi. I'm guessing that was totally wrong. That that was not too bad. What does it mean? No, that's not how you speak when you're with me. <laughs> well, I'm guessing it's because he wants it in French. Heavy breathing filled the darkened office. Hands dug into thighs, still clad in navy slacks. Loosened, but not off. Come on, Justin. Fuck. Please. Just don't stop. Andrew Shear, leader of Her Majesty's loyal opposition, tried to lift himself push his hands onto the desk and arch his back, increase the movement and stop the slow torture of not getting exactly what he wants. This is Canadian politicians fucking? Really? Yes. Yeah. Good lord. No, we don't thank anybody for this except for the internet. <laughs> which also br- brings us wonderful images like that one. Oh, yay. <laughs> yep. Beautiful shirt. If the right honorable Justin Trudeau was any less of a man, he would have caved in and gave the blonde man standing no, bending over in front of him everything. But Prime Minister Trudeau knew Sheer spoke differently and knew that the picture was too pretty to mess with. Here he was, the man that critiqued him, hassled him, and vexed him in the worst way. His foe in the House of Commons bent over in front of him, begging. Majestic flags bookended the desk that Andrew Shear was digging his blunt fingers into. Justin cleared his throat, moving so, so slowly. K-Distu? K-Distu, yes. K-Distu. K-Desdan, where is he? He should be here right now. Probably working. Uh, Andrew buried his face into the crook of his arm, but Justin could see the heat radiating off in the moonlight that cascaded in through the large window behind him. Justin withdrew from Andrew, his right honorable member, Turgid. He easily flipped Andrew over. Is it Turgid or Turgid? Turgid. 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 Okay. Other man's ass now on the desk and facing Trudeau. Justin grabbed Andrew by his chin and leaned in. this. He tried to look away, but Justin's hands are too strong. The byproduct of singing, signing so many important documents. Still to play? Justin leaned his forehead against Andrew's. No, pas avec moi. Montre du respect pour votre premier ministre. Andrew looked Justin right in the eyes. S'il vous plaît? The prime minister just grabbed Andrew's member of parliament when the door to his office opened. Sorry to bother you, but I heard you working and there must have been some bad news. The Honorable Bill Morneau walked into the Prime Minister's office, hair askew, and dozens of papers stacked in his hands. He froze the moment he saw the two men on the desk. Nobody moved for a moment. Nobody breathed. (gasps) 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 No, this ain't the grudge. It's like pterodactyls. God damn it, don't make me deaf again. Bill opened his mouth, a gape fish-like for a few moments. Before the words bubbled to the surface, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just thought that you were getting some work done. I mean, I guess I wasn't wrong, but nobody works in the government after six. I should have known better. Babbling followed the man as he backed out of the room and shut the door. Just to begin to cloth himself clumsily, his hands shaking as he did up the buttons on his shirt. 
Andrew began to pull the minister's, uh, began to pat the minister's chest. No, please don't worry about it. He's not going to say anything. Andrew, I can't just take that. I have to talk to him. I have to do something. So Canadian. Eh. Hey. hey. Justin, you don't. You're the most important man in Canada. Can't I just be the most important man to you? Just for tonight? Alright, who's next? Next up is Splee being refereed by Logan. Oh, boy. No eye contact. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Two figures sat on a bench overlooking the Ottawa River. The Ottawa River. Bill, I heard you had some troubles. Justin Trudeau sat, one ankle crossed over the other knee. His demeanor calm, though tension was set between his sparkling eyes. Bill Marceau's eyes pierced the side of Justin's face. I didn't know you were bilingual. Free French Canadian is. <laughs> <laughs> That's preposterous. I'm a francophone, of course you knew. What's a francophone? Uh, it's somebody who speaks very bluntly into their phone. Steve-O, I hate you. <laughs> What is a francophone? Person who speaks French. French. Oh, I get it, because Franco, they speak James Franco. Exactly. Yes, I speak like James Franco in my mother tongue. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder I fell in love with you. The air grew colder as Bill rolled his eyes. He adjusted himself to gaze forward at the city he loved. God, no. Listen here, kid. I know you're doing an apology for years of discrimination, but this is too much. That's not it. You know it. And you're married. And he's married, and I know. And it's never going to work out. A hand settled itself on Morneau's shoulder. It's not about working it out. It's about making the most of today. Did Danny just roll a D20? Yes, natural 20. You know how close nuclear war is? Fucking Trump. A fist raised and Bill a chorus. Fuck Trump. I'm the most important man in Canada. Can't I have one thing? A pizzone. <laughs> yes, you can have this one thing but at a price. How much do Pizzones cost? Sean, how much do Pizzones cost? I'm looking it up. You, Wait, you, don't... you order them and you don't know how much they cost? I don't remember. They are worth any price. Since they're, they're socialist up there in Canada, you gotta remember that it, no, the state pays for most of it, so we gotta figure out what the, what the end user Canada. price for We're Pizzones We're social are. democrats! October was a cruel month, and apparently for just Trudeau, the days were only getting colder. Oh no, now that really sad song for from Charlotte's Web is in my head. You know what trouble me and my friend are in? We need you to turn your eyes. Pepperoni Pizzone, ten ninety nine, Canadian. <laughs> yeah, so it's actually like three bucks. Ship it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Everyone knew what trouble Morneau was in, but there was five other ministers who remain unnamed. I'll keep this quiet if you keep quiet too. Is that a deal, Mr. Prime Minister? Bill said as he extended a hand. Justin stood up and walked away, not even bothering to turn his head as he replied, We... Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Order, order, cried Jeff Reagan. If you all would like to remember, not everyone here gets to ask questions. It's Parliament. Also how Friday Night Fan Fiction works. We just throw those people in the boo box. (laughs) Uh The boo box, a distinctly Canadian invention. Mm Mm-hmm. The heckling settled down and Reagan quickly took advantage of the quiet. The honorable member for Regina Capel. Capel. Thank you. I don't know if the liberals are paying attention, but this is the fourth time we asked. Canadians want to know who is above the law 
while the liberals' friends get to exploit the system that they sit upon. So we're going to ask again, who are the five ministers abusing the system? Ask Andrew Shear as he stood before a nearly full House of Commons. He pointedly looked right in front of him, trying to make eye contact with the right Honorable Justin Trudeau. Justin had his hand to his ear, pretending to listen to the live translation of his question and gazing down at his concentration. Next up is Logan being refereed by David. This left Shear in an awkward position. He had finished his statement and now he had to look at what he couldn't have. Dark, perfectly tousled hair. Superman hair. Falling gently over shocking blue eyes. That jaw that he just wanted to run his mouth over. Those lips that said the nicest things. Jeff Reagan directed attention to the right honorable prime minister has the floor. Justin stood up gracefully. The lithe form strong and muscly. Andrew Shear knew every inch of it. He craved. Craved? The strong hands. It had been a week since the night of the incident. Not the incident. And every day, not speaking to the prime minister. No, his lover was torture. Earpiece removed, Justin began to speak. The liberal government is committed to being the most transparent government. Heckles drowned out the rest of his statement. Justin Trudeau gazed over at Reagan, silent, waiting for his turn to continue. Order, order! Trudeau finished his statement to polite claps from his fellow liberals and angry jeers thrown over Shear's head at the minister. The chaos of the moment echoed his internal feelings. The honorable member of Regina Capel. Let's try this again. Who does the prime minister think is so important? At the mention of importance, Justin made eye contact with him. He stuttered a moment before continuing his question to wild applause by the conservative party. Dataru, Dataru, Dataru. The moment Justin used his master key to open the House of Commons door, he knew he was fucked. Justin, you forgot something? Called a familiar low southern yes. <laughs> Saskatchewan? Sure. Saskatchewanian. Saskatchewanian? Yeah, I think that's about right. Saskatchewanian. Don't look at me! You're the one who lived in Saskatchewan! How do they know they're looking at you? I never lived in Saskatchewan. <laughs> I never went to Saskatchewan. Who, who are you accusing of living in Saskatchewan? Me. Yeah, I thought he did at some point. No, I lived in Manitoba and Alberta. Ah. So in between. Because Saskatchewan sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whose lore are you getting confused with Sean's? No, I thought Sean did live for a few years in Saskatchewan. It is one minute to ten. Please continue. <gasps> it was at this time Justin began to ask himself, why hadn't he just sent the nanny to pick up his phone? Andrew Shear stood just in front of his desk in the house. His seat. Oh, it's, excuse me. His seat in the house, leaning against the wooden front. It's on your desk. Because it was past midnight, that's why. Slow, steady footsteps juxtaposed against Justin Trudeau's fast-beating, irregular French heart. The room was silent as he approached his seat. Why don't you answer my parliamentary secretary's calls? Justin turned around to face the man, dressed in a business dad suit. It's a business dad suit. I don't know. Because I don't want anyone getting hurt. I... I want to do this right. Andrew took three predatory steps forward, and Justin's heart caught in his throat. This man 
The solid man. He wasn't liquid or gaseous. Wholesome on the outside, but just knew what passion lay within. Golden sun hair and vibrant eyes matched his wild conservative beliefs. (laughs) 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 And, of course, lastly will be Valerie. Oh, hey. Sheer continued to press upon Justin's personal space. you don't have any French. That's fine. (laughs) You want me to invent some? Yes. No. (laughs) Filling the gaps that Justin Tolstoy left. Can can you not? Like, I'm trying to read. Stop, Stop dying, please. For once? <laughs> For once? Stop dying? I mean, we all are slowly dying. Yeah. Not me. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm already dead on the inside. I know you like to play your part, the right and honorable, but we both know that there's nothing right and honorable about what we have, Sheer said, huskily. Justin Trudeau stumbled backwards until his French-Canadian thigh is cut on the wood of the 11th seat, 11th seat in the house. He wobbled and fell back so he was sitting on the desk. Andrew traced a hand down the well-pressed shirt on his chest and spoke. You really aren't good at balancing anything, are you? Uh, nah. The hand continued down at and started to feel Justin's member over the sensible yet stylish slacks. But hey, at least one thing is bigger than your deficit. Oh! Uh, oh! Uh, <laughs> their mouths collided and Justin tried to take the lead, the kiss becoming overpowering. Each mouth bit and lick and suck, fighting for dominance. No, not tonight, Sheer said between heavy breaths. Tonight, the caucus is mine. <laughs> caucus. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you say caucus. They're laughing because it sounds like a penis name. Yes. <laughs> Justin let out a very governmental whimper as Sheer began to undo the prime minister's trousers. You, you don't have to, said Justin. Can we get some blingy on some Justin Trudeau action going on? I want to replied Andrew, as he sank to his knees and began putting the dick in his mouth. This is the least contradictory I've ever seen you, whispered Justin as he let his head roll back. He couldn't make out any words, but he felt Andrew grumble around a sizable mini Trudeau before doubling his efforts. Mini Trudeau. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not talking about his kid. Oh. The earlier sounds of heckles were drowned out with Justin's moans. Andrew pulled off of the Prime Minister's men's stick and stood up, much to groans and complaining from the dark-haired men. Oh. Tonight we do it my way. Turnover. I want an apple turnover right now. Oh, I could go for one. Of oh God, I didn't. Mean yeah, <laughs> I would. I would kill for an apple turnover right about now. I know. Justin meekly obeyed, though his penis betrayed how turned on it way. Okay, I, I'm guessing it was supposed to be it was, but you're already ready. Exclaimed Andrews. Sophie is a bold woman, said Justin. Oh, trembling hands lined themselves up, and he went to town on Justin's beautiful French Canadian ass. Usually Justin top, seeing as it was his predisposition as the most powerful man in Canada. But now that til- title belonged to Andrew. He can be a power bottle. Yeah. The way Justin was moaning. <laughs> I mean, look at him doing the fucking planking on the desk. I know. The way Justin was moaning and his legs trembling with pleasure showed just how much it affected him. It wasn't long before the pace grew unsteady and Andrew knew he was close to finishing. He reached around and began to unsteadily jerk the prime minister's cock. Mercy. No, 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 no. Say this as American as you can. I hate you. <laughs> Do it. Mercy, mercy, mercy Boku. <laughs> to quote Lost in Space, a beautiful movie. I love you, wife. Don't flip me off. Yeah, I will. Tumbled out of Trudeau's mouth. 
Does it make you think of your father being here? Are you talking to me? No! Why would sucking another man's dick make you think of your father? Justin Trudeau's dad was actually a prime minister before. Yeah. Oh, Dynasty? Kind of. More like uh, John Adams and John Quincy Adams. Yeah. Or Bush dad and Bush son. I didn't actually realize that John Adams and John Quincy Adams were You need to listen to How to Fight Presidents already! (laughs) No. It's pretty good, Logan. Yes, I'm sure it is. I don't have time. (laughs) Logan, you got time. Play it before you go to bed. Learn from it. Osmose it through your sleeps. Andrew said, cut off guard at the other thing to come out of his mouth by how Justin moaned the daddy issues were apparent. If you're so close, then come. Come for daddy. Daddy! No! And together they exploded. Kaboom! Mutual orgasms rippling through their bodies as they fell to the ground, holding each other on the green carpet of the House of Commons. It was a long while before Justin broke the silence. I'm doing this for you. Doing it for you. Oh, doing it for you, you know. I don't want to keep secrets. I know, was the only reply. And together they kissed for a bit, before cleaning each other up and leaving a mess for Jorf, Joff Regan to find in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I added an R some, somewhere. Goofy's coming back from that Kingdom Hearts trick. Alright, and that's it! That was uh, perfectly rounding off two reads and three stories, and we helped celebrate Canada Day, we're sorry. We helped celebrate July the 4th, we're sorry. And we celebrated Garfield, we're not Sorry. I have a question, Steve. Can we have a t-shirt that says Daddy, Daddy, Daddy? It's got to be a picture of me grabbing my head in despair, surrounded by different, like, fonts of Daddy. (laughs) No, it's got to be the picture of you and the Fez. Thank you very much to uh, our usual hosts and to our guests, Sir Splee and Wolfboy. Always a pleasure to have you guys. Always a pleasure to be on. I hope you all had fun. Have a safe and happy fourth in the past whenever you listen to this. Yes. Had a safe. Yes. Hope you had the safe. Uh, thank you very much to our patrons on Patreon, uh, especially our genital guardians, Sarah for the win, Miri, Samantha McCarthy, Evan Balmel, The Waffle, Eric Lemieux, Steve Van Sickle, Niami Rose, Cameron Leafmuller, Dizdon Plays, Joshua Burns Rivera, <gasps> that's you! It's me! Matthew Wayne Jordan, Michael Foch, Chris Chalfant, Samuel Flynn, Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett, Jaded Sprider, Afrohawk and Epidel. You all are amazing. Seriously. Yay. You're the best. And now, since it's July 4th, oh, Canada, <laughs> our home and native land. Don't look at me. I only know it in French. <laughs> zones, so Logan can't get that. Hello, everyone. I'm Night Horse Man. I'm here to tell you about some upcoming events and important stuff for Friday Night Fan Fiction. First, some of the Friday Night Fan Fiction hosts will be attending a few conventions in the near future. They'll be bringing and reading awful fanfic, some old classics and some new stuff you haven't heard yet. If you're able to go to any of these, you're going to have a great time. Sean will be attending Gangbate in Saskatoon on Saturday, July 21st in Panel Room 1 at 8pm. It's called the Friday Night Fan Fiction and Amazing Fan Fiction Panel. Steve or Val, 
Sean, and special guest Peter Kimira will be attending Con Bravo in Hamilton, Ontario the weekend of July 27th through the 29th. We don't have the exact day or time of the panel yet, but it will be called Terribly Terrible Erotic Fan Fiction. Second, the Be A Guest form on the Friday Night Fan Fiction website has been updated for Season 7. Please go there to sign up if you'd like to appear as a guest during the next season, which is scheduled to start the beginning of September. Reminder, you do need to sign up every season if you want to be scheduled to read. Season 6 will be ending at the beginning of August. Last, we have scheduled the second part of our My Immortal reread. It will take place at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on August 17th. If you'd like to read specifically on that special recording, send Steve or, or Logan a message on the Friday Night Fan Fiction Discord between now and August 15th. Typical microphone standards apply just like any other episode. I must go now to process more of Steve O's porn collection. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits, Race to the Ends of the Earth by Louisa. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.